Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. Hey, it's finally back, the uh, Ricey and Reavers uh, baseball podcast. The season is upon us. The Twins will uh, be here Thursday, although probably get rained out and have to open it on Friday. I Mm -hmm. think the weekend's going to be okay. 10,000 people allowed in the stadium. And uh, we're doing this Tuesday, and uh, the uh, Twinks, that Tiger pitching looked familiar uh, on on Monday. Uh, uh, Glad he very upset. Convinced that Nelson Cruz hit two grand slams in one inning. I didn't get a chance to. I, w- I just got back uh, got back to town late last night, so I didn't get a chance to see yesterday's ball game. But it, what happened? So he hit he one that right down the right field line, and it kind of went right. Okay, and it looked like he th- he was convinced it nicked the inside of the foul, oh, the foul the pole, very foul, nicked yep. it, you know, because of the way it, it reacted. And Gladden was. And they they looked at it, and you couldn't really zero down in on it and and see that it had nicked it. But you know, so you would have had to just assume the reason it went right was that way. So they didn't they didn't call it a home run. Okay. Next pitch, screaming line drive, <laughs> one of those uh, not a big high majestic Nelson home run, just a just a laser line drive, but uh, jumped out of the ballpark. And uh, so uh, then later on he. Uh, but uh, I heard Gladdy later on, he doubled in a run, too, I think. So so they Provost said, well, that's five RBIs. He said, it should be nine. He had two grand slams. <laughs> he had two grand slams. So, so uh, I think uh, his the rest. Was it the rest, rest uh, for yeah, the first couple yeah, of games? He he, I think he got an A-B in each game. But uh, I don't know if he got a – I don't think he got a hit. I don't know. But he got a pinch hit. And, and Rocco uh, – Used him when he could, you know. Sure. I mean, he didn't hold him. He, I think he batted him in the fifth once and the sixth once, and uh, should have been a sweep in Milwaukee. You were, were you here then? No, I was. I was monitoring that game while at the San Diego Zoo, Patrick. And I said, "Oh, five to two in the night." I was kind of monitoring on my yeah. phone as we were going from yeah. here and there. I said, five to two in the ninth." I put it in the pocket. And went well. That's a so that's a column w. A comes in. I got. I got to get. I know it's five days ago, six days ago, but I got to get this off my chest. Very. Column A comes in. I guess apparently they're going to let him close. And oh. Rogers has been pitching earlier and been, looks great, by the way. Great uh, his stuff is back. And but they're trying to find an inning where there's some a bunch of lefties, you know, and mm-hmm. and bring him in then. 
So Kyle May comes in. First, did he get two quick ones? No, maybe one quick. He got, a, he got an out, and he's ahead of Colton Long. He got it out easy. He's ahead of Colton Long, and he comes up and in and hits him in the hand on the bat. All right. Real close. No problem. Uh, your three runs ahead. Chopper back to the mound. Short of the mound. You're up five to two. You're up five to two. What do you do? You take the out at first base. You take the out at first base. Sure. Yeah. If you're if you're my grandson, ten year old Luke, you take the out at second base at first, first base, base. Right. Yeah. Yes. He got two outs. And, yeah. Uh, he tried. He might not even gotten it there in time. He makes a bad throw to second base, and then so now he's got. I think he then has to face Yelich, or or he's then in a situation where Yelich is going to bat for sure, and and another guy. I don't know if he walked a guy. He loaded the bases anyway, and now Travis Shaw comes up. Oh, and they pitch to him like he's God, and they won't throw a fastball. They just like Maeda did. They pitched to this. You know, they said don't throw any fastballs to this guy. Well. After eight nine pitches, you can't. You got to. You got to throw one. Maeda mm-hmm. wouldn't throw him a strike. Wouldn't throw him a fastball, and he walked him earlier. So anyway, he drills it, ties the game, and then uh, and then uh, they end up winning. It hits the ball in a gap, and then the two more runs score and tie the game five five. But it's just a and Rocco. Here is a Rocco rip. Right, this is a Rocco rip. Okay. Uh, we're going to have to play better than that. We're going to have to throw the ball to the right bases. That's that's it. For him, that's like, wow. How could that idiot throw it to second? <laughs> right. That's what was Rocco's interpretation, meaning <laughs> we had one guy blow the game, and it was that pitcher right. who threw the ball to second. But instead, he, uh, you know. He did not uh, frame it that way. But Colombe came in in the ninth again the next day. But we found out how you can play reasonably fast baseball. How's that? The middle game was 245. All it takes is matching six inning no hitters. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. I did. And you can get done in under three hours if you just have 12 half innings of no hit baseball. I forget what day it was, but I did see a tweet from you that said, uh, We're halfway home and it's. Two hours and fifteen minutes, something <laughs> yeah, like that, right. and a, you know, and a brisk two hours and fifteen minutes <laughs> yeah, or something oh like that. That was the opening day. Was that opening day? Okay, hey, opening day. They, it was three forty something, but you know, you go to extra innings and you put a guy in second, right? And you know, you know what the Twins' chances of winning that game are? Zero. Okay, because they got Hater for the tenth, yeah. and then if. If he if they want to take him out at one eighty, then he got that Devin Williams, and the, he's, the yes, rookie of yep. the year, who strikes out more people than a hater. Mm-hmm. For the you got and you've gone through your whole bullpen. You know they they hooked by eight over five, so they they went to all their good guys by now, and uh, so that was a, that was a bad one. But you know modern baseball, they just come back two days later and win the ball game, and then Sunday they knock the hell. So out of were them. you okay with them taking Barrios out after six? Yeah, because it was 84 pitches and he wasn't going to get to the finish line. And you had sure. Rodgers, after seeing the way Rodgers threw on Thursday, and they had a couple of lefties coming up. Uh, that was know, the right move. Yeah, okay, I mean, because he was 84 and he, he wasn't. And it's his first start. He's of the not going to get, 
you know, it's not like he's going to get a no-hitter because that'll take 100. They're not going to let him throw 120 pitches. So Right. And the only reason he had so many pitches is because he was striking everybody out. I sure. think he had, what was it? How many was it? It was, I mean, it was, it was god-awful. Opening day, they struck out, our boys struck out 17 times. And then they, uh, that Burns struck out a bunch. We 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 had that strikeout total going in, in Milwaukee. Not so much yesterday. It was hard to strike out yesterday. What is the outlook for the Brew Crew, by the way? Because that division is kind of weird. They, people like that team, but they're going to have to start hitting some. They're not. Uh, they. Uh, I, I heard them talking about them last night on some broadcast, and they have done nothing against starting pitching this okay. year. Okay, because I, mean, I know every, every starter is like stuck it to them. That's a weird division because Pittsburgh's awful or supposed to be awful. I think Cincinnati's I in a complete Cincinnati's rebuild. I think Cincinnati's as terrible as people think okay. they are, but everybody says they are terrible. Because the birds are going to be good. The Cardinals uh, are going to be good. Yeah, they should be good. Now, Cubs are okay and, you know, I think, you know, it'll be a three-team battle probably. But are the Cubs that team though, Pat, that, you know, it comes, you know, late July, if they're around 500, are they going to blow it up? Because uh, aren't, yeah, aren't might, a lot of those guys on well, Rizzo's, last year's? Uh, you know, they're Rizzo's thirty-one or two and wants wants big money, and teams aren't doing that anymore. No. I mean, Rizzo's a good player, but the worst thing they could do is lock him up for him, five give years. Give him a yeah. bundle of money, and right. then not have money to put the because I think guys. Bryant, Baez, and Contreras are also all free agents. I think after this year, yes, and Bryant's they're all younger than Rizzo, right? Right. Yep. So you can't sign Rizzo and then let these three guys walk. So yeah, they're uh, they've had their time. So uh, the uh, I, I don't know about that division. I I think the Braves are. I mean, the Brewers are might be okay, but uh, okay. But uh, uh, not they aren't hitting. I so. got news for you. Uh, so Sunday, I was driving back, and I got to listen to the Dodger game. Now, you didn't drive to California. Yes, I did. Yes, With I did. the family. With, well, no, they flew. I, they I, flew I wanted some windshield time. So, I, I, so you drove. How yeah. long did it take you? Uh, two well, days? Two days each way. Okay. Two days. I, I did it in 12-hour stints each and day. And did they then stay out there for a day or two without you and then come home? No, no, no. I, I left Friday. And then uh, a week ago, Friday, and uh, then I picked him up at the airport the next day, and then you drove straight through. Yeah, Friday. No, 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 no. Uh, I so I picked them up late on sa- late Saturday when I got when I finally got to town. Okay. So and then right. we spent spent the well, week it wasn't out there. Two days back. then it was. Well, I guess one yeah. night, just one one overnight. one overnight. Yep, exactly. What do you do? Sleep at a rest stop? No, no. I got <laughs> next a, to the truck drivers. No, I got a hotel. Uh, first mm-hmm. time in uh, on the Colorado border, and then uh, on my way back yesterday, stayed in Wyoming uh, mm-hmm. two nights ago. So anyway, but uh, I was listening to the Dodger game. Boy, are they good! <laughs> oh, God. that that club. I uh, honestly, David pe- Price, thirty-two million in the bullpen. Right. Mm-hmm. They have. That May is their fourth starter. Oh yeah, he throws a hundred. He's crazy. Who's going to beat these guys? No, they they don't have a weakness. Pat, their lineup is great, and they got they got bench players, and they got two catchers, and they're just yeah, they're just a machine. The most underrated aspect of that team, their fielding is fantastic. You know, they they got. They got, got the shortstop's good. Seager. Turner's yeah, a great third baseman. Yeah, Turner's good. And they got that Lux kid playing second, second base, yeah. and he he's might a, be their future a, shortstop. Yeah, he's their new kid. He's uh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're they're terrific. Whew. 
But a lot of it's, you know, it's not all going out. I mean, you go out and get Trevor Bauer, obviously, for ungodly money and other guys. But a lot of it's development, too. Yep. Most most of the position players are their guys, right? Is there any? Well, they, Pat, I'll put it this way. Turner, they, they got it for the cheap. They claim, I think he was a waiver claim. Yes, he was. Yeah. The, the, I remember writing, he got he got released, basically. And I remember the Twins didn't have a third baseman. And I remember writing, they should take this guy. Because a couple of years earlier, he'd had a decent year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, you know, obviously, uh, he ended up, uh, at, I think he went right, I think L.A. got him right then, right? Yeah, something when he got like that. Released. Yeah. yeah. But on Sunday, they were playing the Rockies, and I know the Rockies aren't great. They beat him 5-1 to one or something like that. I can't remember what the final score was. And both Bellinger and Seeger didn't play. They had a rest day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they're good. Man, they're good. Yeah, it's uh, – and, you know, people are going to – you know, the, getting Bauer was overkill, that's for sure. Sure. But what the hell? What are you going to do? He wants to win a World Series, and, you know, he was going to get that money someplace. Might yeah. as well be them. Yeah, I'd hate to be chasing them, though. That's uh, – Well, that, you know, you look you know at what good. the Padres did. You know, they, they got a good club, but they're going to play in the wild card game. Yes. Yeah, they're not going to win that division. No, no, no. And they might, they might even get ninety-five wins, and they're still going to play. Well, how about how nervous are they? Tatis got hurt. He's got some. I mean, it's not long term. Was it a shoulder? But, but he had five errors in the first week because his throws were bad. So, well, I was at the game some, Friday. I went to the Padres game against Arizona Friday. Brought is the that fam. When he kicked it around. No, he actually played pretty good that night. Mm-hmm. I think it was Saturday that he had a couple errors. Yeah. Well, um, he had all throwing. So, uh, but now I'm getting hurt. That'll make you nervous. Yeah. Meanwhile, soapbox. Here we go. Rocco taking guys out of the game. If you have heartburn, <laughs> he takes you out of the game. How many games would the Fairbowl Lakers play oh my God. if everyone wasn't feeling 100%? We would not finish Buxton says the other day, "Ah, I mean, he's hit home runs in the first two games. He got to hit his first time up, and I'm not feeling great. Well, give him a shot of Pepto-Bismol and tell him to go get it. (laughs) What the hell? Drink some Gatorade light. Right. Let's go. Uh, And then yesterday... Arise belches basically when he's batting and they take him out of the game <laughs> after he bats. They take him out of the game after two innings. This is ridiculous. Somebody said on Twitter, I was ranting about it, and he says, I think Rodney, I think Rocco take you out of the game if he thought you might have to take a leak. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I'm glad you brought this up. Is this do you think the reason why they put Donaldson on the Injured list because they want to be careful with him because Pat, this is troubling. This oh, is a this troubling is, uh, This is different. I mean, there's they're saying hamstring, and then he had some convoluted uh, instead of calf. You know, if it's sure. hamstring, okay, small. I mean, that's not good. But he had some long explanation to the fellas. I think it was on Zoom, but I don't know if it was just a, some Rocco other guy. or Donaldson. No, Donaldson about how he's trying to change his running style. To uh, so it puts less pressure on his calves, and it but it's it's he's getting used to it, so it puts more pressure on his hamstring, and it was just a little bit of tightness, but uh, 
apparently, but I don't trust him on any injury with him. Do you? No. Which is God unbelievable because he looked great this spring. First time comes up, he hits a rocket double. And, uh, you know, people think that there's something soft about him. Just the opposite. I mean, he's the hardest worker you ever saw in your life. But I don't know. He's got the bad legs. He's got too many muscles. I think he's got too damn many muscles. Because here's what, here's what comes to mind. You know, remember that year, that final year that he had where he got injured with the Blue Jays? And then they traded him to Cleveland. Remember that when Cleveland was trying to make that playoff mm-hmm. run after they oh, had that's the, right. well, before he went to Atlanta? Before yeah. he signed the one year deal in Atlanta. And I remember this was the year after Cleveland went to the World Series and got beat by the Cubs. And I forget who they were playing in the playoffs. And I remember watching Donaldson, his at-bats. He was weak. I mean, he, he was just overmatched. And I know he was injured. But then I'm thinking, okay, the Braves gave him the one-year deal. He had a decent year. And then we give him four. Yeah. it was. Uh, it's all the reason they gave it to him at that age is they still thought he had bat speed. They uh, and I think he does, but uh, you know, but he's going to have to be healthy. Well, I was going to say at this, any good. at this point, he's going to be a DH, right? Oh no, no, he's if he can't stay on the field, well, not with the other guy. Well, he I mean, can't well, take the other guy. Well, no, out. I know. I'm, I'm saying maybe after he leaves, but he's a hell of a third baseman too. Well, I, I, I understand that, but uh, well, I don't know. Let's see if he's. If he misses a month with this thing, then you can say, okay, this is a disaster. Mm-hmm. You know, if he comes back after 10 days and plays for a month, then maybe you can start getting into it. But uh, Do you think that that's why they got Simmons? Because they kind of figured that they couldn't count on him for 130? No, 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 no. They wanted a shortstop. They wanted a real shortstop. Plunk. Right, but I, I guess giving them Plunk. depth in the infield is what, I'm, what well, I was no, getting at. No, that's, that had nothing to do with it. Okay. It's... Uh, they would. They were. They didn't like Larise at second last year because he got heavy and he didn't move. They don't like. They've never liked Polanco at shortstop, even though he's an all star. He was never, you know. He was an all star because of his bat. Bat, yeah. yeah. And they, you know, and they had a. They they thought Royce Lewis was on the way, so they made a sure. one year deal with this guy. This guy, by the way, is fabulous. In the field, yeah, he's he is so smooth, and he gets rid of the ball. His throws are like he rarely fires the ball. He just flips it because he gets rid of it in an mm-hmm. eighth of a second, and he's extremely smooth. They wanted they wanted to tighten up in the field. That's why they did it. And if Buxton's playing center, and he's playing short, and Jeffers is catching. You're a whole lot better than you used to be up the middle, although right. the Garver and Jeffers looks like they're going to just play every other day. Okay, this is the way they're the way they're going to do it. But uh, and Garver's better than he used to be. But uh, no, Simmons was all about just tightening up the field. And you know, I think if he's with Lewis's situation, I wouldn't be surprised to uh, have him. You know, if he's if he's wants to play for the same amount of money he's making now to sign a one or two year extension. Uh, you know, if he if he gets through half the year without having an ankle problem or something, because he's he's a strange cat. I mean, he's a good cat, but really, really upfront with what he says. He has no filter. Well, as what far was as, his deal last year? He was depressed. He the, said yeah. he committed. He convinced he was uh, contemplating suicide. Wow. And, which I don't know if that's true. I mean, I don't know if that's waking up one day and say, ah, hell, I don't like life. I think I'll commit suicide. And 15 minutes later, having a cup of coffee. You know, I don't sure. know. Okay. I don't know what it was, but uh, 
You know, he opted out. He got right. Uh, I guess I guess the COVID. He might be maybe he's a little bit of a, you know, a mentally afraid of disease or something. Mm-hmm. I I have no idea. We work with a guy like that who's been doing the show from his house. That's right. <laughs> Even though he's a vaccinated human being, right? right? Uh, I was going to ask you, because, I, again, I haven't been able to watch a ton so far, but I will starting tonight. How's our guy Miguel looking so far four games into the season? You know, I'm running right field, but uh, he's striking out about half the time. Okay. Uh, and uh, I guess it's just what it's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, his at-bats have been, when they strike him out, it takes longer. Okay. <laughs> well, because I know he it's had... Not, it's not boom, boom, boom. Sure. It's boom. Oh, because I know one, he had the uh, the bases loaded strikeout on opening day. I was monitoring that, and I thought, well, Miguel's in uh, yeah, mid-season right. form. Well, he could go up against Josh Hader 162 games and never not strike out. Right. He's got no chance. No, none. No chance. He is, I've said, against... A good pitcher, a good pitcher, you know, a guy with good stuff, who's not stupid, which means doesn't spin him a breaking pitch in the mm-hmm. middle of the plate. Uh, uh, I would rather face him in an RBI situation than anybody in the Twins lineup. Oh, of co- no you question. Because, you know, there's a, especially if there's a runner on, if the winning runs on third and there's one out, give me Miguel. <laughs> Give me Miguel right. if I'm pitching. You have the bases gonna, to face then Miguel. Then there's going to be a guy on third with two outs. Right. <laughs> you know? Yes. Then they got to hit, get you hit to score him. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. He's, but you know, he's 27 now. That's a little early to be to be slowing down, right? Mm-hmm. That that used to be prime. But when you weigh 290 pounds, maybe that's not prime. No, no, right? it's maybe not. it's not. I mean, 285, 290. I mean, there's, there's really, Frank Howard might be the only position playing baseball player this big, and he was six seven or so. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a basketball star at Ohio State. Became mm-hmm. and he weighed 300 pounds. You know, but, but he was you know a he huge a big, man. Yes, and right, right. He was a huge man, and he. You know, when you looked at him, you said, man, he's big. You didn't say, he's too big, mm-hmm. you know. But with Miguel, you just, there's never been a guy that big. It's, it's, it's not a game made for left tackles. No, you know? no and not at all. And it's, uh, Especially when all of the, when the modern game now is all about power pitching and power arms oh, and everything God. else. If you well, can't, yeah. I've said this before, and I'm probably on this with Joe and anything, but here's another problem. He is never okay. The game starts. He gets a bat in the first inning. He bat in the third inning against the starter, right? Whatever happened with it against the starter, he's never going to bat in the fifth inning in an RBI situation in a game that's still close and face the same guy that he faced the first two. No, times. you're right. Yes. He's always going to face a reliever. Mm-hmm. If if the starter is struggling, unless he's rolling like Barrios was. Miguel is never going to see the same pitcher a third time, and that's—I don't know—you're you're an old slugging baseball player. Familiarity helps, oh, right? Absolutely, you know, it does. And you don't have that. You don't have familiarity anymore. No, you're right. You know, even even 
you know, the, the old lefty specialist guys, you'd get to the end of a season and your division rivals, when they played them 18, you know, you played everybody in the league 18 times, and there'd be some lefties that you'd hear Tony Oliva faced. This is the 15th time he's faced them. You know, I mean, right. they, they, that seventh, eighth, ninth inning matchups were always, you know, especially for lefties more than righties. That uh, you know, they would they would have that guy, and he would he was there to pitch to Tony, you know, or Crew, or even those guys. They, those guys could hit lefties, but any Jimmy Hall, you know, Jimmy Hall was a great rookie year. Got hit in the head by a left-hander. Started giving a little lefty. That that guy never got a chance to face a right-hander after the sixth inning. But he wouldn't have in modern game. He would have never got to see the right-hand starter a third time. Well, know? it was like uh, you're reminding me now when uh, who was the Kansas City reliever that they would always bring in to face Joe. And oh. Joe would, why are you bring Joe's going to slap it to left oh. center field. I, okay. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. But yeah. it would, Gardy even said, like, why is he bringing him in? <laughs> you know, but he, uh, who oh, was yeah. the manager Joe back then? Was it Ned Yost, I think, maybe? Yeah, but Joe always liked that lefty who didn't throw real hard. No, you yeah. Know, if he just threw it out. And, they, and they'd always try to, the lefty who wasn't, didn't throw hard enough to get it in his kitchen. And tried to work him away. Working him away was like, you know. Well, and at the dome, it's going to yeah. be a one hopper. It's going to go off the wall for Christ's sake. You yeah, know? yeah. It's uh, the the. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if uh, what's going to happen to those guys who used to be forty three, the lefties. Oh, right? what the three batter minimum is probably. They but they might make it to thirty eight, but they're not going to be around. They're no. not going to be like Jesse Orozco, oh, Terry Mulholland. Yeah, oh, Jesse Orozco. <laughs> I think he didn't. He what were he one of his last teams? I think he was so. Forty four. I think so. I remember. Well, that. Jesse Orozco was around so long, we traded him for Kuzman, <laughs> and ended up getting him, getting him back. Wow. Eighteen years later, or something. I did not they know that. Him. Yeah, he, wow. was, he was a young phenom. In the Twins, left-handed starter in the Twins system who was going to be one of their starters. Was Kuzman one of the guys you killed off? No. Or did you you, you saw... Kuz and I... No, you thought he had died and then it was... Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. Jerry <laughs> Jerry Kuzman, formerly of Appleton, Minnesota, died out in western Minnesota. Yeah. And I went on Twitter and expressed these great regrets. And somebody said... Immediately responds, different Jerry Kuzman. <laughs> Same spelling. Same, you know, and he, this guy no longer lived in Appleton. Well, uh, Jerry, uh, the Kuz lives somewhere in western Wisconsin now or something. Sure. Kuz has gotten a little, uh, you know, Kuz spent some time in, uh, in the Huskow because he wouldn't pay his taxes because he believes he became, he got into a group that believes that taxes are the, Federal income taxes are illegal. Ah, okay. So uh, it didn't work out quite well for him. So he spent a little time. But uh, Kuz and I were, uh, we got good. We were good when he was here, and then he had a bad year. You know, the, the one year he won 20 was great when they first got him. And the next was, a, and then he had another half ass decent year. And it was, did he stay a third year and got hammered? And I, you know, wrote some stuff about how he was finished and stuff like that. Okay. He ended up going to Whitey's, I think. But 
But he was an observer of – that was back when they all read the stuff, and some of them took it personally. And sure. So a friend of mine, where'd he end up? Some Somebody guy came in, and he says, uh, you know, a guy says, yeah, I'm a friend of Patrick Ricey, and, uh, or Pat Ricey, and he said, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Coos that said that. That's great. That's your problem. He says, and the guy, I can't remember who it was. Says, yeah, well, I don't like him that well either. Right. <laughs> Me either. I'm yeah, not right. Yeah. I know. I just thought I'd throw that out. So, there. Uh, really quick, uh, you you mentioned your rant. Did you watch the Sunday night baseball game? The uh, the not, Whiteys and the Angels? Not all of it. Um, Joe Madden. Uh, yes. I'm not a fan of his style of managing because I a, think he was good at one time, but uh, I think he's got a little crazy. Well, he's also just, he's a dumbass. So mm-hmm. he's got their prized pitcher, Shoei Otani, coming back. He had what? Yeah. Tommy John, was it two years ago? Yeah. A year and a half ago? second. So he's on the ropes. I'm listening to the ESPN call with Shambi and Chris Singleton, who are fantastic. Yeah. I really Shambi's like that really tandem. Yeah. And. He's on the ropes, and Singleton's going, why is he leaving him in? You know, mm-hmm. over and over and over. There's a play at the plate. Yes, I saw the And play he at the plate. damn near gets run over oh, by Jose he, Abreu. Slides into him. And, and Abreu, knocks, yeah, Abreu knocks was. Knocks him ass over tea kettle. And, and what are you thinking? First of all, he shouldn't have been in the game in the first place. Yeah, well, here's your trouble. If you're going to. I was talking about this with Judd yesterday on, the, on the, our, our podcast that. The trouble with it is if you start him and pl- and have him in the lineup as your pitcher, well, he's not going to go f- more than five, right. probably four, because right. he, you know, he, he runs out of bullets. And then you lost your DH for five innings. So why don't they, you know, then you're, you don't mm-hmm. have a DH. He can't stay in the game and hit no. if you take him out as a pitcher. So why don't you make that the day that he doesn't, he's not in the lineup? Even though he did no, hit a home run in no, the first inning. Yeah, I mean, it was a great story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, hey, the first guy ever to hit a home run and, uh, and what, hit a home run and strike out however many guys right. or something but like in that. But that, in that spot, though, Pat, because Singleton was pointing this out on the broadcast, he said, I don't understand why Madden's leaving him in the game. He's not due to come up for six batters. Yeah. You know, so there was no point leaving him in, and I'm thinking, you're just Begging for something to go yeah. wrong in that situation. And he's already had. He's already had Tommy, an injury. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's had Tommy so. John and the whole thing. He is a rare talent, though. Oh. Why don't they use him as a reliever? Hmm. You know, he throws a hundred. You know, have him pitch the eighth and ninth innings. Well, him, aren't they in a situation though where they want to do well, what he DH, wants to do? If you're a DH, can you come in and pitch? I don't even know. I guess you could come. How about sure? That? Yeah, a position player could come in and pitch. Why wouldn't a DH be able to? I don't know. I don't hmm. know if you. Uh, you know what? That's I, a quirkson question. That is what that a, is. Where's the get us a quirkogen <laughs> quick? Get us a quirkogen. I was a little disappointed listening to the Sunday night game because was it Sunday night that Timmy didn't get? No, maybe it was earlier in the week. What does he do Friday nights or something? I don't. I don't. Timmy know. does one of them and. Buster does Sundays, and, okay. uh, uh, but Timmy wasn't getting any quirk. He, he had a hard time getting any airtime in. You know, oh, the quirkchins are the best. Quirkchins are the best. Yes, <laughs> I sent him a quirkchin about six months ago. He was very delighted with it. I can't remember what it was, but I said, "This is a quirkchin." I'll never forget the story you told about when 
It was him, Rosenthal, and Buster all covering the Orioles beat when they started, what, 0-20 or whatever? 0-21, yeah. 0-21, yeah, they were... What are we going to (laughs) write? That's a pretty good crew of beat writers. Oh, my God. God. It was was unbelievable. Baltimore was always my favorite, though, even because of Earl. Sure. In the 70s when I started writing. And they, I told you this, but... They had Kenny Nigro, who ended up being George's PR guy. Still with us. I still, he's got to be in his 80s, and he's still running the thing. But he was covering for one of the Baltimore. The Baltimore was had the Evening Sun and the Morning Sun, and then uh, there was also a Baltimore News American, I think, then. Okay. So there were three Baltimore papers covering them. And the senators were gone, so they had Washington, too. But uh, So they had quite a bit of beat writers. But Hanneman and Nigro and Earl... Post game would argue about strategy for like twenty minutes. They'd challenge Earl, and Earl would call him dirty names. And Earl would be sitting there in his under, you know, in his baseball underwear, drinking, and yelling. Hey, you know, that was great. I used, you know, when you're a beat guy and you're writing for two papers, you have an obligation to go to your own clubhouse, right? But in Baltimore, nope. about half the time, I'd go listen to Earl and then run over and hope I could grab Mock or somebody, uh, <laughs> you know, or Quillacy was there. I could always grab him, but uh, go over and get my twin stuff. But I'd at least, if it was a three-game series, I'd go listen to the Earl battle at least once, you know, <laughs> at to, least right. once because it was so great. It was so great. The uh you you've heard the Earl Charlie story, right? Oh yes, the, oh yes, uh, yeah. But, uh, he takes the Baltimore once a year. He took the Baltimore writers out for dinner. They dreaded it because they knew he'd get hammered and mf them all. <laughs> and but but he'd take them to a great restaurant. Sure, right? took got a good to, meal out of it. At took least took them to Charlie's except, Cafe Exceptional, which is right next to Saint Olaf back in the day, Saint Olaf Church, and. Uh, Kind of so good it was a step up of Murray's, you know. Okay. And uh, and they had they had the older waitresses, and uh, that's what he said. <laughs> Honey, before you die, give me three such <laughs> three not gin and tonics. I don't know what they were, but three something <laughs> like that. He was a uh, beauty. How about the? Uh, you think they were upset in Fenway over the weekend oh when the God. O's come in and win three? Not only well, Pat, beat they beat them eleven to three on beat, Sunday. Yeah, well, ten runs in the first uh, two innings, I think. Are the Red Sox that bad this oh, year? Oh yeah, they are. Although yesterday they got a bunch of runs, but yeah, they're that bad. Any, uh, anywho, we're done. I'm going to go down and uh, talk to the boys, and uh, we'll do this again next week. Ricey and Reavers, the. Famous baseball podcast. Talk. We might have teams playing pretty I soon. I think in a couple of weeks, yes. Yeah, wow. That's, they're going to make up for lost time from last year. <laughs> <laughs>